What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of AEW Insider. Sorry I'm a day late, got held up, I was busy, and I was with my daughter yesterday at the Pumpkin Farm, yada yada, so I wasn't able to get you the Clash of the Champion predictions until now. We've got a heck of a show. Roman Reigns is throwing shade at another wrestler. Uh, The FTR wants to work with other tag teams from different promotions. We got the Clash of the Champions full card, unless something does change before the show tomorrow. And my predictions, an NXT star wants to join the Faction Retribution, and so much more. Remember to stick around to the end of the podcast so you can hear how you can win a WWE Elite Fiend action figure. Well, since this is the AEW Insider, let's kick it off with some AEW news. Now, I mentioned in a past show that the FTR wants to take on the Motor City Machine Guns and the North, who are both from Impact Wrestling. Well, we all might actually get to see it. It is being said that FTR has spoken multiple times with Tony Khan about facing teams from other promotions. AEW has done it in the past, and they will do it again. So I know we will be seeing them facing teams from different promotions in the future, and I personally cannot wait. On to WWE. Well, tomorrow is the big pay-per-view, WWE's Clash of Champions 2020, where every title will be on the line. So here is my full card and the, excuse me, the full card and my personal predictions. First off, we have Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews in a singles match for the WWE United States Championship. Now, I feel that this match will be quick with some interference from both sides. I do not know what they plan on doing with Apollo Crews from now on because there is no way in hell that he's beating Lashley for that belt tomorrow night. He got to hang on to it for a few more weeks when he was feuding with MVP, but he's not winning it back off of Lashley. The Hurt Business is kicking ass and taking names later. Their momentum is not going to be slowed down in a throwaway match like this. My prediction, Bobby Lashley. We also have the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Now, this one should be good. I love me some Street Profits, but they need to drop those straps. They had them a tad bit too long. They could be entertaining and kick ass and get over without the belt. Excuse me. Now, I think Angel is great, and he will be a huge star. Andrade is excellent in the ring, but Vince does not like him, and their manager is going on her own singles run. But still, I'm going to go with Garza and Andrade. We also have Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn in a triple threat ladder match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Now, this match will be great. It could be the best of the night. AJ does not need that title again. He should be going for the WWE title, and Jeff Hardy should be also. I know this is Jeff's comeback for his final big run, but they should pass by the IC title win and put him in a running for the world title. I would love Sammy to win because, number one, he never lost it, and number two, he is an awesome heel. So I'm going to go with Sammy, but for some reason, I think it will be Hardy, but I'm going with Sammy. 
We also have Cesaro and Nakamura versus the Lucha House Party in a tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Now, Cesaro and Nakamura are awesome. It sucks they have been downgraded and stuck as a tag team. They should both be having their own singles push runs for multiple belts. Lucha Party is on the brink of splitting up, and I think they actually could split up during this match. So I'm going to go with Cesaro and Nakamura. We also have the new women tag team champs, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, defending their titles against the Riot Squad. I love the Riot Squad. I love that they're back together. I love me some Liv Morgan, but there's no way they're beating Jackson Baszler. I'm not trying to say that they don't have the skill set or the ability to do so because they do, but they're just not going to do it this soon. I feel Jackson Baszler will be kicking kick-ass tag team champs for a while until they turn on each other, of course. So my pick for winning is Nia Jackson Baszler. We also have Asuka versus Selena Vega in a singles match for the WWE Raw's Women Championship. I'm so glad that Vince is finally giving Vega a push. She's small, but she's lethal. She's not ready to beat Asuka yet, but she should have a very good showing in this match. We also have the SmackDown Women's Championship up for grabs, which is Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Now, I'm going to have to go with Bailey. I like Nikki Cross, but not since it was Sanity Nikki Cross. The whole Alexa Bliss tag team and BFF storyline just never did it for me. Bailey has been vicious since her heel turn and has been a great champion. Her time is almost up to pass that strap, but I don't think they think that Nikki will be the one to get it done. So I'm going with Bailey. We also have Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso for the Universal Championship. It is great that they're giving Uso a nice push and a shot at the belt, but there's no way in hell he's going to beat his cousin Roman Reigns. Roman just came back. He's Vince's golden boy, and he just won the belt back. There's no way in hell he's going to lose it this soon. My pick for winner, Roman Reigns. And finally, for the Clash of Champions 2020 pay-per-view card, we do have an ambulance match for the WWE Championship, which is the defending champion Drew McIntyre versus the Viper, Randy Orton. I think this will be the final match of the night, even though I read that a lot of backstage politics is going to change that, but we'll have to see. Now, I wanted Drew to be champion since his first WWE run, when he was the chosen one, handpicked by Vince McMahon himself, to be world champion one day. Now, he has been a kick-ass defending champion, but I do feel his time is up. I don't want to see Orton have an belt again for whatever time it'll be if he actually wins it, but I do want to change. Drew has bored me as a late, so I'm going with the Viper, Randy Orton. All right, Pete, we got to pay some bills real quick. I got a wrestle, an awesome rest of the show. We got some great, great wrestling stories, some rumors, some gossip, so make sure you tune back in. We'll be right back. All right, peeps, welcome back. Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1, as in the number one. Stick around to the end of the episode to find out how you can win a Fiend WWE Elite action figure. Now back to WWE. It has been revealed that an NXT star who legit was just about to debut on the main roster has contracted the COVID-19 virus. That star is Chelsea Green, a.k.a. the soon-to-be Mrs. Zack Ryder. 
we wish her the best, and we also hope Matt Cardona does not catch it and that she has a speedy recovery. Well, everybody loved The Undertaker's documentary called The Last Ride. Well, never want to miss out on a cash-in. WWE is releasing a limited edition box set, which will include The Last Ride on Blu-ray format, alternate artwork on a slipcover, a mini comic book, and a signed photo from Undertaker himself. The set is due to be released on November 3rd, excuse me, November 23rd. There will only be 500 made, and it is a UK exclusive. NXT Shotzi Blackheart recently did an interview with Pro Wrestling Sheet. She talked about admiration for her current faction, and she said that she would love to join them. It is none other than Retribution. Shotzi said, I think their debut was pretty badass. Dio looked like Predator. Everyone was wearing super cool masks. All of that appeals to me because I like that darker side of things and I'm for it. I like masks. I like all kinds of black. I like the crazy face paint that they're doing. They're wrecking stuff and just being destructive. I'm all for it. I'm like, hey, where do I sign up? And if you ask me, she would be a perfect pick for that faction. And I am pretty surprised that she wasn't picked to be in that faction from the start. Now, while doing a Q&A with Mania Club, Roman Reigns revealed that he wants a match with none other than Adam Cole, baby. Reigns said, I like to maybe tangle with Adam Cole. I think that would be neat. I think we would have we would get a really good reaction. Roman Reigns also reveals that he wishes he could have had a match with the hot rod, Roddy Piper. And finally, Reigns actually threw shade at Braun Strowman. This is what he had to say about Braun. I love him to death. He was on top for a little while. But in order to really prove yourself, you got to do it over and over and over and main event and main event and main event. I mean, 20 or 30 pay-per-views. You got to show that you're just, you got, you got to show not just our locker room, but the whole world that you can do this. You can be trusted with that amount of time, the amount of investment you put into it year after year. That's something that I think I've done. We have guys who are around, excuse me, we have guys who are around the top, but then nobody has shown it like I have. I'm just now starting to show a different layer. I was able to do it in the same mode and keep numbers. The old Roman Reigns is still money. I could still throw on a vest and go out there and still do it. I was proven that I could keep doing it in the same mode. I can do it, man. I could do it, but I could do it, but I was sick and tired. Off the plane, on the plane, it don't matter. I could do it in my sleep. That's how, excuse me, that's how conditioned that I am at this game now. So, I mean, he is speaking a pretty good game. I mean, I always hated Roman. I still kind of do. I like his new heel gimmick. But Vince McMahon did shove him down his throat. But he's saying behind the scenes, people like John Cena would know, all the old top dogs, that it takes a lot of fucking work. And he has done it. And, I mean, I really can't even argue with the guy. Ringside News reports while speaking to Alex McCarthy of TalkSport, Cedric Alexander explained that MVP told him his first night during, excuse me, MVP told him on his first night with the Hurt Business that the only color they care about is green. Alexander was tired of just being another guy in WWE, and he wanted to seize the opportunity so he could accomplish more in the business. This is what Cedric had to say. I remember it vividly. There was a dinner the first night. 
I was with the Hurt Business. Me and the guy just went out for dinner, and MVP made it very clear this is about green. This isn't about color. The only color we care about is green. This was something I came into knowing full well because, you know, there was a time on Raw where I was just a spoke in a wheel and I was just rolling along. I was just there. MVP gave me the opportunity. Excuse me. Look like I'm tired of just being another dude. I want to be a star. I want to make something of myself. I want to accomplish things. I just don't want to say, hey, I was here. Now, if they give him a proper push, man, Cedric and fucking Alexander, I was going to say the entertainer like Mark Henry did, is going to be a fucking star. That dude has so much talent, it's not even funny. They just got to give him a proper push, to be honest. Now, Eve Wrestling reported that Stephanie McMahon recently sold her WWE stock for a reported $2.2 million, which is around 57,573 shares altogether. Now, since the announcement, rumors have ran rampant. They're thinking her and Triple H are going to be leaving the company. Well, the real reason has been revealed, and it's pretty simple, actually. Stephanie and Hunter are building a new home for themselves and their family. They just need some extra spending cash to put towards it. Can you fucking imagine what that brand new, amazing, and beautiful home is going to look like? I envy them. All right, peace. We got to take a break. When we get back, we got some retribution news. We got some impact wrestling news and some random wrestling news. So make sure you stick around and tune back in. All right, peeps. Thank you for coming back. Let's finish up this show. Remember, if you want to win a WWE Elite 8 Fiend action figure, stick around to the end of the episode. Let's wrap up WWE. Now, T-Bar, a.k.a. Dominic Dijakovic, has been very vocal online as his new persona, T-Bar from Retribution. It is bullshit, though, because he does not want to hear anybody's reply or he can't come up with a good answer. So after he started doing it, he actually blocked the comments so you can't call him out on his shit and or question him or just, you know, diss him. Before he was able to do that, though, out of nowhere, La Champion from AEW had something to say. So T-Bar tweeted, WWE offered us contracts because it is financially cheaper than all of us taking out their security guards that we were injuring. We signed the contracts that pay for our hired guns to do our dirty work. Our goal is still to destroy our current employer, WWE. People did not like that. It didn't make sense. They were calling them out. So later on, he made another tweet. He said, yes, WWE is paying us to destroy their company because we were successfully destroying it regardless. They think if we're under contract, they can control, you know, manage our chaos, but they will be unsuccessful. Stop overthinking literally everything. Chris Jericho said, huh? And that's what we all got to say, huh? Makes no fucking sense. WWE is going to hire you so you can destroy their company. It's just dumb. And he needs to stay the fuck off social media, especially if he can't take the heat and not letting people reply like a little bitch. Now, on the Impact Wrestling. Well, Ken Shamrock is being inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. He did ask the Wayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, to induct him. Those two had an amazing feud back in the Attitude Era in WWE, and they did help each other push each other's career. The Rock did accept his invitation. He agreed to send in a video package that would induct Shamrock into the Impact Hall of Fame. 
The media and the wrestling world is a buzz, and Brian Myers of Impact Wrestling, a.k.a. Kurt Hawkins, had this to say about it. Damn, Impact, if you were that desperate to get a hold of The Rock, they should have just told me. I would have sent Dwayne a text, which is bullshit. He's playing up his persona and acting like him and Rock are buddy-buddy, blah-blah-blah. Now on the random wrestling and sporting news. ECW legend Francine did an interview with the Ryback Show. She discussed being unhappy during her brief run with WWE, and she brought up a conversation she had with Vince McMahon where he told her he'd never seen her perform before. She said, They had me in a bikini, and I never did in my 20s. Mind you, they had me in my bikini that I never did in my 20s. I don't know what she means by that. Uh, she said, mind you, now I'm only in my mid-30s and working with a 19-year-old. It was very uncomfortable. The audience was very young. There are so many children. They had us coming out there in these dom bikinis, and it was not right, and it was very uncomfortable. She said she was backstage, and Vince McMahon she said, hey, can I talk to you for a second? She turned around, and she was shocked. He was just standing there. She said, I've shaken his hand a bunch of times, but I never had a conversation with him because he's just untouchable sometimes. So I go, sure. And he goes, take a walk with me. We started walking around the arena and he says to me, what makes you so special? I said, I don't know what you're getting at. He says, why should I put money into you? I told him I can work. And I said, you never watched me before? And he goes, no, I've never watched ECW. Now, that just sounds crazy and fucked up, but a lot of people who are jealous or have a gripe with people will say they've never seen their work or heard of them before. Howard Stern, for an example, old DJs who dissed them or people who tried coming at them for years, they always claim they never watched this show. And either by their own admission or just years later, it always comes out that they did. And that's the same thing with Vince McMahon. And finally... Ryback also had some not nice words to say about Vince McMahon and Triple H, what have you. The big guy said, I simply think if AEW just does the opposite of what WWE has done since Vince Jr. came along, that they will take over as number one. Vince's days are numbered and the ship is slowly sinking. I believe in selling for good. It might mean slightly less profits, but it's the best for all. And then somebody asked him about Triple H actually taking over Vince's place and what he thinks, so, you know, if it'll change anything. Ryback said, Pussy Paul, a.k.a. Triple H's real name, is not the savior to anything. He will go down with the ship. He said, I love wrestling. I just don't care for WWE. Fans need to stop putting the brand above the performers. You've all been brainwashed to think Vince is some, some, is some sort of genius. The guy is corrupt as a lot of other greedy, greedy businesses profiting for bad, and you guys need to wake the fuck up. So Ryback definitely still has gripes with, gripes with those guys, and they did say that Ryback is training for a comeback, so you know he's going to pop up on AEW or Impact. All right, peace. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, if you want to win a WWE Elite Fiend action figure, you could do it one or two ways. You could simply just go to Facebook. We're under the AEW Insider and join our group. Boom. Simple. Besides that, you can go to YouTube at the AEW Insider. Make sure you're a subscriber and like, share, and comment on any video. So go to YouTube, like, share, and comment, and boom, you're in the running. As soon as we hit 300 subs, I will be giving it away, and we're already at almost 260. So it's going to be any week now, and you can actually win a WWE Elite Fiend action figure.
Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1, as in the number one. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. Ciao, peeps. We'll be right back.